1: Conscious Couples and Individuals. Welcome back to the one and only Conscious Couples Podcast. Today we have episode number 60. It is, drum roll please. That was an excellent drum roll. Thank you. Uh, How does your attachment style control you? So we did an episode. Do you remember the title and or episode number? I want to say it was forty six. 49. 46 or 49. We will actually look it up. Emilia is going to look it up right now as we go. But we had a relationship talks virtual event that was about attachment styles. And we actually have a digital asset in the show notes that you can click on and download for free on Google Drive to follow along with us on this episode. If you're driving, please do not do that. But we did a relationship talks virtual event podcast review after it. And we did, do you do you know that? Episode 49. I was right. Okay. Yep.
0: Episode 49. Excellent work. What is your attachment style was the episode title.
1: Okay. So if you have not yet listened to that episode, we apologize for the inconvenience. Go to that episode first mm. because that episode is about first and foremost, figuring out what your attachment style is. Assuming you've listened to that episode. Now this episode is going to be about how that attachment style is affecting you, controlling you, Um, governing your behavior. As always, we would like to give a huge shout out to Next Level Podcast Solutions. Thank you so much for producing this show and so many others all over the world. Thank you for making this world a better place. We appreciate you and LPS team. As always, sweetheart, what is your intention for today's episode?
0: You actually really just stated my intention. So um, I'll just reiterate it. My intention is for our listeners who have listened to episode number 49, Really help them build on the deeper understanding of how your attachment style, now that you've confirmed it and you're certain, and if you aren't, go to the digital asset that's in the show notes of this podcast, to really understand how it governs your behavior and to this episode title, how does it control you? So often we walk around life, not understanding why we're, we might not be getting the outcome that we really want. And this is one of the biggest reasons why, because we're, we're kind of asleep when it comes to, um, the wheel of how our attachment styles governs and controls our behaviors.
1: The best way for you to improve your relationship is to understand yourself, get to know yourself, get to know your partner. So that's what we're going to do here. All right. So, uh, our little dog Tucker. Tucker, what? Yeah. yeah, the cutest dog. Um, such a sweet boy. So he's a palm chi, little imagine, palm, yeah. imagine, imagine a husky mm-hmm. that's like little itty bitty, itty bitty husky, eight pounds, perfect give or take little Pomchi, and imagine a little husky every single morning. So th- I'll just use this morning as an example. So mm-hmm. every single morning, um, I uh, usually am up before Emilia, <laughs> and I'll work in my little section, my little spot near the fireplace. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And eventually it gets to the point where it's like, okay, I got to take Tucker and Tariel out. And so I go upstairs and Tariel has her uh, little kitten crate in Emilia's office. Tucker has his crate in my office. Mm-hmm. And so I split time. I First I take a right. <laughs> and, and then I see Tariel. She gives me a little bit of love. And then she's off to the races. She is what we call a secure attachment style. She's like, dad, I love you. Thanks for letting me out of my crate, but I'm going to go get food now. And like, I'll rub up on you a little bit in terms of, I want some love. I want yeah. love, but I don't need it. Yeah. Which makes me feel really special. I'm joking. <laughs> All right. So then I go in to get Tucker mm-hmm. and Tucker is what we would call an anxious attachment style, which Tucker, I also have a little bit of that in me too. So mm-hmm. shout out to me and Tucker, <laughs> but he cannot and does not care about anything else whatsoever until he first finds his mom Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of roots as to why that is tucker was um not well treated as a puppy Mm -hmm. and xyz we're not going to go into that but what we will say is that basically until tucker sees that mom's in the house and that mom and sees mom and we we call it a tucker bomb essentially what he does is he jumps up onto the bed and then full superman dogs into emilia's face <laughs> which is actually quite entertaining believe it or not it's always. and, then, and then what happens right after that tucker scarf usually so, a
0: sneeze oh yeah right first in my a face. couple sneezes in your
1: face and then he does a tucker so scarf which is essentially laying right. on your neck to the point where you're basically suffocating <laughs> and you're too hot in the summer it's actually quite difficult um <laughs> to get any sleep around here but <laughs> but anyways so here here's my point tariel immediately gets a little bit of love from her dad and then she immediately goes to food or play or whatever Mm -hmm. she doesn't really care that much about mom yet Uh, sorry love but she's just doing her thing Mm -hmm. tucker can't move forward until he knows mom is there and then after he sees his mom for a little while and does a little tucker scarf tucker bomb then he cares about his dad which, you know, it's makes me feel second best. Yeah, it's not it's not easy for my attachment style. Oh, so yeah. that triggers me. Then I do a Tucker bomb. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> and and then, then I have then we, yeah, a Tucker she, wrapped around my neck. <laughs> which triggers Emilia's avoidant attachment style. Oh, and man. so I have to call her because she's on her way out. I'm joking. No, all <laughs> of that thing. was a joke except for the Tucker and Tariel yeah. thing. So the point here is there are, for, for those listening, what are the four attachment styles?
0: So... In the digital asset that we're going to have linked in the show notes, we have... So primarily, we categorize them as secure and insecure. So there's two different categorizations, for total that will be in this digital asset. The first one, which is the first categorization, is secure. So Tariel, in this instance, is a secure attachment style. The other three are in that category, the second category which is called insecure attachment styles. So you can have either avoidant attachment style. You can have insecure. Uh, Anxious. Or anxious, otherwise known as anxious. Yep. And then, and there's different kind of names to this, but this is... In the digital asset, it'll be shown as disorganized, or you could say fearful, anxious, anxious. An-
1: fearful, anxious, yeah. anxious, insecure, yeah. or anxious avoidant, meaning you yep. flip flop between the two extremes, flip, flippity flop. So flippity-flop.
0: in the two, two categories, first category is secure. The second is insecure. And within that insecure are three different types of attachment styles. So you'll see that on the digital asset. I highly encourage you guys to pull that up so that you can really visualize what we're looking at. But typically, do you remember the percentages?
1: Oi. Just I high don't. level. Okay. I don't. Um, we don't have to go into them right now. We did that in the other episode. I'm almost certain. We definitely did in the relationship talks event. Okay. She just pulled it up. Yeah. All so- right. So avoidant is 25% of the population secure is 56% of the population. Mm -hmm. Anxious is 19% of the population. Shout out to the anxious. (laughs) And then fearful avoidant, the disorganized, there is no percentage. Right. Because because essentially it makes up the 25 and the 19%. Got it. So it makes up the other two percentages. Okay. So again, uh, we didn't want to go too deep into the the data, but there's no shame in whichever one you are. Everyone Mm -hmm. has an attachment style. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that in some ways... When we're triggered, we all go into some sort of an insecure attachment style. Mm. And is that a fair assessment?
0: Yeah, I was actually reading a book earlier today that was talking about the Gumby. And do you remember the Gumby? Um, It's like this rubber little uh, character. It's like a green Gumby character. I remember Gumby. Where like if, if you stretch it, right, like... It'll eventually always go back Gumby to Gumby had a dog, right? I don't know. When it was, okay. I just remember like chewing on this Gumby when I was little. It was like uh, a green little, like not, it wasn't gendered, but it was just like this like stick figure human that was stretchy and rubbery. It was like a little toy growing
1: up. I think Gumby was before your time for the, for the other millennials out there, which you're a millennial, but yeah. on the tail end of it, you're near the Gen Z. Um, because you're so young, I'm joking. Um, but I think Gumby was before your time. Yeah. That was back in the I hey. Arnold. I didn't know what it was really. Hey, so, Arnold. Yeah. Rugrats. Ren and Stimpy. All these kinds of cartoon characters. Nickelodeon. All over. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the seven-year difference right there.
0: Right. So okay. when I why why I mentioned that is because in essence to your comment that you had just said, we all kind of get stretched and pulled throughout life and throughout different parts of our day and this is stretching in and pulling us away from what our typical gumby form is. And per this analogy we get stretched throughout the day outside of or into a different attachment style but our homeostasis where we live is that gumby form. We'll always go back to that gumby form. So with a Tucker, his anxious attachment style, his gumby form if you will, always the go-to, is anxious and that's because of his upbringing and i want to clarify something that you said his mistreatment before my ownership oh so i just wanted to clarify that i wasn't of course yeah so anyways with that i think i think that's probably implied implied that but but i want to make sure of course yeah so to that extent his gumby form is always going to go back to the anxious attachment but it here's what's really cool about attachment styles. You can move them into more of a secure attachment style with a ton of TLC. And we were just talking before this episode, though Tucker has been formed to be an anxious attachment you're actually doing a really beautiful job at helping him shift more towards that secure attachment by helping him provide that safety that mom and dad aren't going anywhere and you know even though he might be running this pattern through his like oh my god if i'm not able to see mom i can't drink i can't
1: poop i can't pee i can't you know like i can't, can't do anything. survive right and Literally, that's where this survive. comes from originally and again we talked about that on the other episode yeah but um, what I'm doing with Tucker is I, this morning, I opened the bedroom door, let him see that you're there, mm-hmm. kept him and then said, mommy's sleeping now. And then I went back to work and he was okay for a little while. And then I think after that, he tried to scratch the door or whatever yeah, when yeah. I went to the bathroom. But the point is, is that we're making progress. And if Tucker can do it, <laughs> you can too. And yeah. I guess as we kind of wrap up here, cause we have four minutes on the clock. What is the story that you wanted to share about your avoidant attachment style. Because I think we've talked a lot about the anxious attachment style and I think a lot of people kind of understand how to start evolving that Mm -hmm. by becoming more secure. What about avoidant?
0: Yeah, so and to clarify, the Tucker is the anxious, Tariel is the secure, Tariel wants love, but she doesn't really, really need it to the extent that Tucker does.
2: Come check out the relationship talks from the Conscious Couples podcast. What's different, these relationship talks, is the depth that Alan and Amelia get into when they're talking about the different problems. So for example, one of the ones we did was how to bounce back from a conflict. But it wasn't sort of your typical, here's you know what you did wrong and here's what you did wrong and here's how you can talk about it and resolve it. Alan and Amelia went deeper and said, hey, let's explore how conflicts happen. Let's explore your communication styles. Let's see what happens when you react under stress and how you communicate with your partner. If there's a disconnect there, there's gonna be conflict and then we can start to resolve it. It's such a great and refreshing way to uh, understand those problems and better understand myself. It's helped me grow as a person and it's helped my relationship with my partner. I'm so grateful that I'm able to plug into this free community and just connect whenever I can and learn from these two spectacular human beings. I highly, highly encourage that you check it out and dive into everything that they do because it's great. Take care, bye.
0: So on the other spectrum of things, I grew up having a very in developing a very avoidant attachment styles. For me, what I came to understand and feel and interpret as a kid was that it wasn't safe in our family. To experience emotions, it wasn't safe. It wasn't encouraged to really talk about and express your emotions. I really only did that in a therapy setting, and so as a result, I learned that vulnerability is really a bad place to be. It's not. And safe. by
1: the way, when she says it's not safe, she doesn't mean physically unsafe. No, definitely not. She means psychological, psychological safety with safety. being vulnerable. Vulnerability yeah. wasn't super modeled yes and that's what we're talking about yeah i just want to clarify that
0: thank you you're welcome so um earlier today you know i had a really interesting experience where i my mom had sent a um a song pretty much that was like have you guys listened to this and i'm like no would you send me the link she sends me back um a you can look it up on youtube and immediately i had this reaction of like you're right thank you for having boundaries thank you for respecting yourself and thank you for not enabling me you're right I can look this thing up on YouTube I look up the song and it's a song that talks about like really like how when it's more of like a tribute of like a kid to their mom and to their dad saying I know you did everything you can I still want to experience like all of this life and if this was our last moment thank you for everything that you've done and it was kind of like in listening to that what I experienced really emotionally was like I started to be like, oh, like I started crying. And then this is like middle of my work day. So I'm like starting to like cry and tear up. And this is five
1: minutes before a meeting.
0: Literally, it was like five minutes before a meeting. Yeah. (laughs) So it was like I was in the pressure cooker of like going into a meeting. You're not supposed to show up with a ton of tears down your face and looking like a mess, right? Yeah. So I'm already under that pressure. And then I also had this dynamic of in the family group chat, like, you like we don't really like exchange photos and talk about crying and sadness and when we experience those moments of like grief because in in a lot of ways i had that moment of like oh my god my parents won't be here one day and i think we all have that we all have that moment where like oh my god whether you're in a tumultuous relationship with your parents you've gone through it, and i've gone through the ups and downs of my parents for sure And now I'm in the interdependent state, which is a whole nother topic. But I had that moment where there was a part of me that felt icky that I was having this emotional experience that like it was like, don't share this with them. AKA avoid this. AKA avoid the emotional experience. Avoid the crying. Toughen up. Like put on a shield. Put on a face. Like pretend as if this doesn't affect you. When in reality, I'm over here at my desk, like bawling my eyes out. Like it was hard to breathe. And as a learned avoidant attachment style, I felt literally physiologically unsafe. And though there was nothing, no threat to my survival whatsoever, I was so afraid that I would be looked at as weak or whatever. And I literally like had this moment of I would rather connect in this moment emotionally with my mom who has that bravery to get into the emotional depths of what this moment means for us. And as a result I took a photo of of myself crying inspired by Alan and something that he did recently um, but I sent this photo to her and just said thanks so much for for that that was really beautiful or something like that where it was a live photo so if she were to click down she'd actually see the tears rolling down my face and I sent her a little blowing kissy and we were able to connect on that where that was a very secure attachment I'm secure even though I'm having yeah. all these experiences I can be secure in who I am and what I want to stand for. I don't want my mom in this instance, you know, once she passes and once my dad passes to me, then finally have these emotional sadness of grief and loss and all that stuff. And show them how much you care. Right. After the fact. After the fact, right. because they can't actually experience how much I care. And so it's like, I i know a lot of people want to shield themselves from having an emotional experience. And I learned to do that too on many of, of my own regards. And I want to break that cycle. So there was that little moment for me today where I wanted to break that cycle. And I did. And I'm grateful that I did because we were able to share in that. And I ended up showing up to that meeting and no one ended up showing up. So I was... um. It actually ended up getting canceled, but it was a really—I was proud. I was proud to have that moment, and I want to bring this to all of our listeners to really show how what was at one point like—I—I I struggled to cry, struggled to experience any sort of emotions. I was so avoidant, but now through this work that Alan and I have been doing, that we want to encourage all of you as our listeners to do, you can. Not be controlled by your attachment style anymore. You can shift from an avoidant or an insecure, fearful avoidant or whatever into the secure by doing this conscious work. And so to answer that question, to bring this really full circle, how does your attachment style control you? It's really the subconscious driver I have written here in my remarkable. It's the subconscious driver of all of your behaviors. It's, it's what is driving you. And so it controls you. And on top of that, whatever meaning you assign through which you experience this world. So I could have experienced the same exact thing where I received this text. And if I let my avoidant attachment style drive, I could have been like, uh, she wants to connect and like made fun of that and like I could have assigned the meaning that like oh that was a cheesy moment instead of actually saying wow that was a really beautiful bid for connection that was a really beautiful I'm sure she's experiencing this in a way that she's trying to connect with us all on while we're alive together, that's extremely powerful. That's extremely deep. And I assigned a different meaning because I shifted from that avoidant attachment style, which is my quote unquote Gumby, right? mm mm-hmm and replace this with the Gumby that I'm aspiring to evolve into, which is that secure. So it's deepened my ability to experience life, to experience my emotional um, depth with the people that are living that I deeply care and love. And so I hope for all of our listeners, regardless of if you're in the secure bucket, you rock. That's awesome. That's so cool. But if you're not, you know, I think that people are so afraid of having this attachment style run you. And I think that that's a good fear
1: because I think that we all have the ability to shift into secure. So we're going to unpack this at some point, but babe, from the IFS lens, internal family systems, we all have all of the attachment styles. Yes. And different parts of us um, IFS, we're going to do another time, but I do want everyone to understand that when you said, if you are in the secure bucket, no one's fully in the secure bucket. No one's full. They have a 100%. part they identify with yeah. that's mostly in the secure bucket, but when they're triggered, there's a part that's anxious and there's probably a part that's avoidant. Yeah. And, and when, okay. So when you're crying, when you're at a movie mm. and you're in a scene like Titanic or whatever, and you want to cry, do you? Right. Or do you avoid it? <gasps> do you hold it back? Or do you? bring your partner closer because yeah. you're anxious yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. So identify what your attachment style is. And and the last thing that I want to bring to the table here is this. Tucker is an anxious attachment style, but he isn't a human who can identify that he is an anxious attachment style. Right. So our parenting has to be there to help him overcome and transform mm-hmm. his attachment style into a more secure attachment style. Right. Us as humans, we can observe ourselves mm-hmm in our own behavior, and then we can decide to shift.
0: So powerful. Whereas
1: Tucker can't necessarily do that, at least not as consciously, because yeah. we have the prefrontal cortex. So mm-hmm. uh, thank you all for listening. We really, thank you, love. Mm. You as well. You did an excellent job on this episode. The questions I have written down, what is your primary attachment style? Mm. What is it? What's your partner's primary attachment style? And most importantly, what are the implications of that? and are they getting on each other for lack and of a better phrasing do you
0: want that gumby to control you do you want do you like the way in which you're showing up to really deep moments of your life for me it was hell no. cuz i couldn't connect with you in movies i couldn't connect and feel the depths Alan would cry in movies and i will be
1: like uh I well i remember one time i was i told her i said sweetheart like i'm like i this is why i watch movies i want to be inspired <laughs> i want it to touch my heart that not just my so head my boring. heart yeah. Yeah. And and she'd be like making a joke or, or like going to get something yeah. to eat. I'm like, babe, this is the scene. Yeah. This that was it. so foreign because I modeled like or I didn't model
0: I was modeled the like, like very much making a joke of that. That was how my upbringing was. And now I realize it's because of their discomfort with the ability to experience motion because they didn't have that modeled. So mm-hmm. a lot of this is epigenetic. This is family toxic cycles that are inherited. And I was bringing that into my relationship and I didn't even realize it. And you were so beautiful in that moment of like, can you not make a joke? And it was like, what do you mean? That's what we do here with these things. <laughs> this is uncomfortable. We're not supposed to cry, right? Crying equals weak equals all these things not safe. That's not true. Not true. And I believe that attachment styles do not need to control us. Again, if we want an outcome of a really beautiful loving partnership, you know, so much of of that is driven by our attachment styles. And if you don't have that, then I think it's a really this is a really great episode to really prompt Okay, wh- what attachment style are you? How is it controlling your behaviors when you're in the pressure cooker? I E, when you're getting st- gumbies getting stretched, how are you coming back to that gummy? And do you want to evolve that? And I think that that can be a really powerful thing as I know it has been for our relationship of and I'm course, grateful for that.
1: Me as well. So, uh, and if you think about it too, by the way, someone who is truly secure can cry. Oh yeah. If you're if you're truly secure, you can cry in front of others. That's yeah. So it's not proof of weakness. It's actually proof of security. Strength, strength, bravery, bravery, security, vulnerability, yeah. right? So we have to transform that in our culture, Yeah. but we have to start with ourselves. Okay, so we got to jump because we are way over time here. Thank you so much for listening. Okay, uh, we have a Relationship Talks virtual event. This is our 22nd event. It's on April 13th. The link to register will be in the show notes. It is how to have a drama-free relationship. What our clients and listeners want most is to stop fighting yeah all of our episodes to some extent is how do you understand yourself and your partner at a deeper level so that you can get along so that you can be on the same team aka so that you can stop fighting who doesn't want a drama-free relationship if you feel like you keep fighting or bickering over little things if you feel like you don't understand what's happening you're growing apart not together this event is for you i can promise you you're going to leave it with more certainty at least that you can weather the storm together and that now you know what to do. So come join us, click the link in the show notes, register, and we cannot wait to see you there. Last, last, last thing I'll say is you do not have to have your camera on. You do not have to have your microphone on. You can just listen in live if you want to. These are not recorded. You can contribute in the chat or you can contribute on your microphone or you can contribute on your camera. Contribute as much or as little as you'd like and we cannot wait to meet you. Yeah, it's awesome. We had a couple of people in our last event
0: that were actually in the car and just literally camera, mic off, listened the entire time. And their kid listened. And it. their kid listened, and it was so impactful. And if you listen to a couple of our past episodes, we did another uh, review on that and shared the testimonial. It was so powerful for them and really helped inspired their goals and all that. So we hope to see you at that event. Event. In addition to that we are continuing our service saturdays which for alan and i it's actually one of my favorite parts of the day on saturday and um why saturday looks the way that it does but what we do is every single saturday we make sure that we allocate 30 minutes on our calendar i.e have that space our, our virtual door open to anyone within the community that wants to take advantage of that and it's alan and i sitting down typically on this couch Or somewhere out in the wilderness. No, I'm kidding. Um, but it's for you. And if you and your partner just are not on the same page, or maybe you guys are struggling, whether it's in this or in anything else that we've talked about, this is a completely private and free virtual space where you can really connect with Alan and I, and we can really share, you know, what are some of the things that could help you guys and. You know, when we were growing up, we didn't really have that safe space. So Alan and I aspire to really provide that safe space where you and your partner can get on the same page. If it's just you, that's awesome. We've had that too and really connect with our listeners. So we would love to meet you. Um, It's completely private, like I said, free virtual. So you can show up with your mug, uh, your slippers, and you can literally just uh, be yourself, which I think is important. So that link also
1: is in the show notes. We would love to meet you and as always thank you so much for listening we appreciate you do not miss the next episode number 61 and as always it is not about you or me it's about the The we. we we'll talk to you next time
0: bye everyone thanks for joining us for another episode of the conscious couples podcast we love connecting with the conscious couples community so please make sure you follow us on instagram i am at evolve with amelia and alan is a lazarus88
1: also if you or your partner resonated with this episode leave us a review at the link in the show notes and please share this with someone you love and care about until next time remember it's
0: not about you or me it's about
1: the we